0: thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. Hey, I hope you're doing well. Today we're going to look at the fourth core value of the table ministry, which is we're committed to spiritual growth. Before we get started, I just want to review our um, other spiritual our other core values. First, we're submitted to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We're going to do we're going to follow their guidance. Second thing is we observe the teachings of the Bible. We don't just know it, but we put them into practice. Then we're committed to knowing and loving others. Then number four is that we're committed to spiritual growth, the content content for today's um, podcast. And then the fifth one, which we'll look at next week, is just live intentionally. Um, So what does the core value of committing to spiritual growth look like? Um, Let's clarify some terms. Let's just find, make sure we know what we're all talking about. Um, We can use spiritual growth, spiritual development, and spiritual maturity. We're going to use all the Christ-likeness. We're going to use those interchangeably. Um, Spiritual growth was just simply the process of becoming more like Jesus. Even though it's hard to measure, I think we should make progress and look more like Jesus each year. As we grow up, we should look more like Jesus. As we get older and deeper in the faith, we should look more and more like Jesus. It will kind of look like an up and to the right graph. The more um, that you spend time with Jesus, the more that you grow in your faith, you're going to be maturing into Christ-likeness kind of up and to the right. There'll be some dips and there'll be some highs. But for the overall, it's just kind of up and to the right, up and to the right. And that's how we develop into Christ-likeness. So let me ask you a couple questions just to kind of get you thinking. Um, Have you seen progress in your own spiritual development? Do you look more like Jesus this year than you did last year or two years ago if yes that's awesome what have you done to kind of help make that happen on the flip side of that if the answer is no why not our spiritual growth is not directly related to our disciplines but they do go hand in hand I do believe that we, as we practice the disciplines we grow more into Christ's likeness so what what have you put into the, your development your spiritual growth you might say, Jeff, I go to church, and um, and if you're just if you're just div- waiting for church to make you more mature like Jesus, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities to kind of accelerate the plan, to accelerate the growth process. So um, today's going to kind of help us talk about how we can speed that process up. Your spiritual growth is your responsibility. It's not your pastors, even though they do play a part, and it's not your churches, even though they play a part. You are responsible for your spiritual maturity. Okay, so if you're not putting into effort any effort into your spiritual growth, you're not going to grow up spiritually. It is all of our responsibility to grow up spiritually. Paul tells us, well, I'm not sure if Paul wrote Hebrews, but in Hebrews chapter five, verse eleven through fourteen, this is what they say about this: We have much to say, and it is hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers. The author of Hebrews is saying, you need to grow up. You shouldn't just be eating milk. You should be eating solid food. Don't be a baby when it comes to your spiritual development or your Christ-likeness. Even though Paul had accomplished a lot of great things. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, this is what Paul says. Not that I've already obtained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus had made me his own. If Paul, in all of his great things that he's done, and in all of his spiritual maturity, he's continued to press on. He knew that he had not arrived. If Paul should press on, if Paul should be committed to spiritual growth, you and I should also be committed to our own spiritual development. The good news is, is that we don't do this by ourselves. The good news is that God works with us. God partners with us, or we partner with God to sanctify us and to, and to purify us and to make us more like Jesus, to grow up spiritually. I believe that God uses four things to help us grow spiritually. The first is the disciplines. I believe that God honors, um, God uses, God um, set us up to need the disciplines and to practice the disciplines. So as we read the Bible, as we pray, as we fast, as we meditate, as we do all the different disciplines, I believe that God shapes us into the person of Jesus Christ, helps us to look more like Jesus Christ. The disciplines are going to be the topic of our next, our next series, so just be ready for that. The second thing that God uses, God does use others to help us grow into Christ-likeness. He uses your church. If your church is um, preaching and teaching the Bible, you are, you're going to grow up. You're going to mature in your faith. Just sitting under the teaching of the Word of God, you are going to grow up. Also, God uses your small group, that group of people that you fellowship with, that you do life with, that you um, share casseroles and do dinner, and go out to eat with. God uses that group of people as you constantly hang out, as you spend time together, He uses that group of people to shape you into Christ-likeness. But to me, the real secret sauce, the real where it really happens is in a discipleship group. When I sit down with um, a couple other guys, and I just read the Bible, and we're talking about what we're learning from the Bible and how it applies to our life. Man, I've, I've watched people grow up. I've watched myself grow up as, as we um, are committed to a discipleship group. God uses that, and we sharpen each other. and We make each other better. Um, we push each other to look more and more like Jesus Christ. The third thing is the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus says, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. I believe that as we um, listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, that he's going to show us how to live. He's going to shape us into Christ's likeness. He's going to remind us of the teachings of Jesus so that we can live them out. The fourth thing, and um, this is not my favorite one, but God uses life. Um, God uses life to help us grow into Christ's likeness. James chapter 1 says this, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing, as you go lacking in nothing. As you go through the trials of life, as we go just through the everyday of life, God can use that to help you grow into Christ-likeness. He can point out an attitude. He can s- r- soften up that rough, ed- rough edge. He can take out that, that, that nasty-looking stuff, and he's just going to use life to shape you into Christ-likeness. The results of spiritual growth, the results of growing into Christ-likeness, or the re- results of spiritual growth. The first one is Christ-likeness. We've talked about this one throughout, but as we commit to grow spiritually, we, come, we become more and more like Jesus. You will Think like Jesus, you will act like Jesus, you will um, speak like Jesus. The second result is is we see spiritual fruit, Galatians chapter 5. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. As you and I grow in our Christ likeness, we're going to see those things develop inside of us. We're going to be more self-controlled. We're going to be full of more joy and more peace and we're going to love other people. We're going to be kind. Um, as we grow in our faith, we're, as we mature spiritually, we're going to see those things played out in our lives each and every day. The third thing, as you and I grow in Christ likeness, as we are committed to spiritual growth, we're going to have victory over sin. We're going to experience victory over sin. Go look at Colossians 3 or Romans 6. We're going to be able to put off the old self, or we're going to be, the, the old self is going to be dead. We, it, we no longer live under the dominion of, of sin. So we're going to continue just to experience victory over our sin. And then the fourth thing, as you and I grow in Christ's likeness, we're going to impact, we're going to have an impact for the kingdom. Colossians chapter 3, 16 and 17. Paul says this Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing songs and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. As you and I grow in Christ's likeness, we're going to do and act and we're going to speak like Jesus would. We're going to um, help other people to see that everything that we do. And then Matthew chapter 5, 14 and 16. You are the light of the world. People are going to see your Father because of the good works that you do. So as we develop in Christ's likeness we're going to do good works. We're going to shine the light of Jesus into dark places. As we wrap up today, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge myself that we've got to be more intentional about our own spiritual development. We've got to be more intentional about our spiritual growth. Get active in your process of becoming like Jesus. It's similar to trying to lose weight or get in better shape. You can hire the coach, join the gym, buy the book, but you have to put in the work to grow in godliness. You have to put in the effort to grow up spiritually. You and I have constantly, consistently got to put in the work so that we can grow up. As we do, we will think like Jesus. We will live like Jesus. And when we get to the end of our life, we'll hear, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Imagine What spiritual maturity will look like in your life. Imagine how it can impact your relationships. Imagine how it can affect your career. Imagine how it can affect your finances. How did your life look different if you lived more like Jesus? So, this week, how can you consistently practice a discipline so that God can use that time to shape you into Christ likeness? Make a commitment to the long haul of spiritual maturity. And I believe you will continue to see progress up and to the right. I'm praying for you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.